0: Opinions expressed on this podcast are those of my guests or mine and do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Rosati Beard, the Beard family, our respective employers, organizations, committees, other groups or individuals. Welcome to the Telling Her Story podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Lynn. And in this monthly podcast, I am taking you all with me on a journey of discovery to learn more about the life and legacy of my grandmother, Mrs. Rosa T. Beard, who was a pillar in her community and a part of Black history. We will be visiting with those who knew her in her many different roles to hear how her story influenced their stories. This is going to be good, y'all. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. In this episode of the Telling Her Story podcast, we have the pleasure of speaking with two guests, the dynamic husband and wife duo, Shalone and Katrina Rucker. Shalone Rucker was born in Fayetteville, North Carolina, but spent most of his childhood and teen years in Berlin and Nuremberg, Germany. He is a graduate of the University of Georgia, where he received both his undergraduate and graduate degrees. Shalone previously served as a senior assistant director of admissions for the University of Georgia's Office of Undergraduate Admissions. He currently serves as an associate director of program management for a global accounting firm. Katrina Rucker is the eldest grandchild of Mrs. Rosa T. Beard. She is a native of Decatur, Georgia and received her undergraduate degree from Spelman College. She received both of her graduate degrees from the University of Georgia. She has served as an elementary, middle, and high school counselor in Georgia public schools. The Ruckers are the parents of two school-aged children and have been married for 14 years. Shalom and Katrina Rucker, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your memories of our grandmother, Mrs. Rosa T. Beard, and what you've learned about love through her and your marriage. So to begin, Katrina, you are the oldest of Rosa T. Beard's six grandchildren, and so you were blessed to have her in your life the longest. Did you ever talk to grandmommy about marriage?
1: We definitely talked about marriage. I have here like one of the things that she sent me, Uh, from Daily Bread and it doesn't have a date on it but it was um, it says at the bottom a happy marriage is a union of two good forgivers Um, and so she Mm -hmm. talked a lot about the the give and the take in marriage and um, you know and and at the bottom she put a little note she said this is just a little food for thought and who else would you want it from but God Um, and so a lot of what she talked to me about was rooted in um, what God has to say about marriage and how, uh, you know, the biblical aspect of marriage. And so we spoke a lot about that as well. And I still have this, I don't even know the date of when she sent it, because um, it doesn't have the year on it. But I kept it because, you know, it has her note on it. And it was something that that she um, sent to me and, and, and it kind of frames how we would talk about it in, in marriage, talking about
0: marriage. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Um, Did she ever mention at all to you anything about her own marriage and what made it so successful?
1: Well, I think, you know, part of it was like, she said, we talked about like the give and the take um, and having to work with the other person and, and compromise forgiveness and all of that. And she mentioned, you know, with, with our granddad that, um, he was, you know, the person for her, that was the love of her life. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, when he passed away, um, she never remarried, uh, because that was for her, she told me that was it. That was her, that was the love of her life. Um, and um, they worked well together from from what, you know, she told me it was a team effort, uh, mm-hmm. because she was a working mom. And um, he also worked, but they both took part in um, caring for the children. I mean, he did a lot of the, the help, you know, as well with the children and raising them and, and um, they were both working. So it was a little bit of both of them giving uh, and working together to, to make it where it was.
0: You know, I agree. And I love, one of the things I love about the stories that she would tell, it just sounded like such a great partnership. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, now that you mentioned, you know, the emphasis that she put on marriage in terms of the give and the take and, and all of that, you can definitely see that kind of woven through their marriage and that they were both able to kind of do the things Mm -hmm. that they wanted to do in terms of their career um, mm-hmm. And he seemed to be very supportive of everything, you know, that she wanted to do because she did a lot. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah. for that time period, to have someone to be so supportive and to have a partner that's so supportive of that is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: they work, yeah, like you said, they work together to do that. And I think that was one of the 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 grains of wisdom that I got from her um, when even thinking about our own marriage and.
2: Uh, when we got to that point. yeah, And, and Jen, if I could just, just say one thing about that that give and take uh, mm-hmm. um, is, you know, it is never one-sided, right? So if you have one person that's giving, 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 and then one person that's always taking, 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 um, it's not going to work out well, right? So when people hear give and, and take, uh, they should be thinking give and take in, in balance. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just wanted to put that out there because- You know, one side could be giving, giving, giving. One side could be taking, doing all the taking. Uh, And eventually that's, you know, they're going to wear each other out. Right. So there has to be some balance there. Mm
1: -hmm. And also the importance of having God in the relationship as well. I know
2: like from this
1: um, Daily Bread, you know, one of the things it says is, you know, uh, marriage, not the wedding, is the real miracle. And anyone can have a wedding only god can create a marriage and um, and that is just so true i mean if if you don't have god in it it is it's very very difficult
2: right mm-hmm. and, and that comment about the the the, the wedding i know mm-hmm. some people think you know if i if i can just marry this person <laughs> it's mm-hmm. almost like they'll go through this <laughs> metamorphosis and become this at this ideal person <laughs> that they have in, in their mind, and I, I don't know where that thought comes mm-hmm. from that uh, uh, a, a a ceremony will will change them because we we typically don't think about anything else mm-hmm. in life that that way, right? Mm-hmm. And, and for some reason, there this this idealistic view of the wedding being able to have this special power to convert a person whose habits have been ingrained for since childhood <laughs> right. right uh mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're going to stand before a minister and uh, you know vows are exchanged and instantly they're going to be uh this this different person and that doesn't even happen in salvation right because you're always working mm-hmm. towards um, you know becoming uh better than you better each day right so mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to make a comment comment about that the, mm-hmm. the wedding will not convert anyone okay so just (laughs) the person that you start with (laughs) before the wedding (laughs) will be the same person (laughs) five minutes later after the vows are said don't don't (laughs) expect that person uh, to to be somebody somebody different Um, so
0: and so Shabon going back to you so when you met Katrina and you all were dating how did you know (laughs) she was the woman that you wanted to
2: marry uh <laughs> wow so l- let me just let me just preface it by saying if th- there's not this it, it maybe there is but but i, I you know i, I think it's I, th- I think it's it's not a a a a moment mm-hmm. I, I think it it happens in stages but what what i'll say is i think er- early on uh it just just from the guy's perspective you you know that it's different from anything else you've experienced right so so when i when i met when i met katrina and i remember we went out on our first uh, (laughs) (laughs) date conversation that's what i call it that's that's pretty much what, what we did we went to a coffee coffee shop and Shut the place down, right? We uh, meant to order,
1: did. but we never did. Yo, that's we right. Never, we
2: Meant we to order, to but we, ne- we we never got did. we never got up from the table to go <laughs> order the coffee and, and hot chocolate. But you know, I remember sitting down with her, and 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 I was at a point in my life where you know I had thought I knew what I what I wanted. I knew it was important. You know, I asked her one question. My first question was, "What? T- tell me about your walk." And I didn't even say, tell me about your walk with with Christ, but but she kind of knew she knew what I meant, and mm-hmm. so you know that kind of started our conversation, and and, and we talked about that, and we talked about a lot of things, and conversation was just so it was just so natural, so so easy, the depth of conversation and things that we talked about, I mean it was it was like we had talked before, and I remember leaving. And, and I and I thought this is very different from anything I've experienced. And, and I said, and at that point, Jenny, I, I mean, I won't say that I at that moment I said, you know what, she is, she's the one I'm going to marry. But I knew, I, I knew what I had. I knew where this could end up. I just didn't know how it was going to all work out. Uh, and, and so it was over the course of time where you know you get to know a person better and then it becomes just obvious like all right this is it so i, I think it's it's more of you kind of know initially you you know and you know you've met people in your life before you just say you don't even have that kind of thought right it's just like
3: <laughs> man okay you
2: know that was that was no. okay <laughs> but then you meet that person and you just like okay this is very different and I don't know what's going to happen, but this could be something. So that—that's how I—I'll I'll express it. But it was really after our meeting, our initial meeting, that I—I—you I, know, I—I I, I knew this was this was different.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, how long did y'all date?
2: Oh, on, we
0: did, Well, two? before
1: we, yeah, we dated for two years before. Yeah, before. yeah he proposed, and then yeah, yeah, then we got married. I think maybe about a year and a half after that.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, Simone, when it got time to where you were getting ready to propose, um, Mm -hmm. what kind of went into that decision-making process? Like, how how did you go from, okay, this person is great, has the qualities that I'm looking for and all of that to saying, okay, I'm going to now take that step?
2: You know, I, I remember talking to my dad and I said, I said, how do you, I said, dad, how do you know that you know kind of this is the one, this this is what, you, what you should do. And I, I was expecting this deep answer. You know, he kinda <laughs> took a deep breath and I was I was just ready to soak it all up. And then, you know, he just says, you'll know. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> okay. I, I appreciate that, Pop. But he was so right. And and Jenny, I can see this moment as clear as day. Is one day, and literally I'm I'm not making this up. Uh, but I, I just woke up and you know, I remember it was a sunny day and it it just it, it just it just hit me. And, I, you know, I I had come as far as I as I it, it, as, a, as a man, you realize you're at a point where you have come as far as, as you as you can as you can by, by yourself, like mm. the journey that's ahead. Mm-hmm. You know that that journey is not one that you're going to take alone, and I just had this moment where that was just clear. And at that point, I just, I just knew what I needed needed to do, and I started to, you know, put things in place, uh, doing re- the research and, uh, you know, trying to, you know, I think I may even come to you and say, well, hey, you know, <laughs> what type of site you know, started to do the little research, but it was that moment where I just knew. You know what <clears throat> this this has just gotta happen uh and and from there you know you just you just take take the steps steps forward, and you know what I'll say for guys is you know it, it it's never it, it's never clear cut so mm-hmm. if anybody's telling you, hey, you know what, check these boxes and you're good <laughs> I, I mean that's not life right mm-hmm. I mean think about the last major purchase you made. I mean, you're going to do research. You're going to find out as much information as you can, but there's limits to that, right? You're not going to know everything. Uh, and and at some point you, you have to step back and say, you know what? I've got enough information. I'll be crazy if I don't do this. This looks so great. And, And that's just the point. That's where I was. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's really how, how it how it happened.
0: That's great. And and you kind of went into mm-hmm. what my next question was going to be, but I'll still pose it again just in case you have anything else. But like, you know, what advice would you give to other men who are trying to make a decision regarding marriage? Um, because I, I think there is a lot of misinformation out there. And, and I think that a lot of guys mm-hmm. are kind of pulled in different directions. And if, you know, they may not have their dad to go to like you did, um, to be able to have a conversation. So, you know, what advice would you give?
2: Yeah, I I think, you know, as it, men, you know, we we like we like things, and I'm just generally speaking. But for the most part, we, we like things to be clear cut, right? Um, either is is this or that, you know, either or, and you know, when it comes down to making that that decision, it, it's just it's not it's not clear cut. You know, and and the other thing is, if you are waiting around for a right time, there's there's never a right time. There's only a time, right? So you know, if if you're if you're continuing, oh, I'm gonna, you know what, I'm gonna do that when I get my finances right. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I'm gonna do that when, you know, I don't know when I get this dream job i'm gonna do and and you know and and i'm not gonna lie i mean i i i went through some of that but you know when i thought about that i said i said well if i if i if i wait that long (laughs) will i still have this this opportunity (laughs) with this great woman (laughs) right so when i thought about it like that i said well they may not be around so Mm -hmm. you know i i need to i need, need to make a decision now uh and and be comfortable with that and that's why i think you just you just have to say you know what i'm not going to have all the information i need but do i have do i have enough do i have enough Mm uh and and if you feel like hey you've gone through your your you know your must-haves you know your your things that are negotiable you you see traits in this person that that are Right, that that um, you know, you think you value, um, you just gotta, you just gotta go for it. I mean, that's that's the only thing I can say. Don't don't get. It's the main thing I will say, Jenny is, don't trip yourself up, don't overthink it, don't get in your own way, and just 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 go for it. And, and for me personally, in, in my faith, obviously behind the scenes, I was doing a lot of praying seeking counsel of others but at some point you just you just gotta go for it you just like that step out on faith
0: exactly just gotta
2: step out there and 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 what you realize is once you step out that first step is not that bad Mm. and then you take that second step he said oh and and then next thing you know you start running right (laughs) so (laughs) it's just it's just what you (laughs) but you gotta you you gotta take those you gotta take those steps and, and here's here's the last thing I will say about that, Jen. It, if it's hard, if you're having a hard time, and and I had to go through this exercise, you know, try to think about the situation in, in reverse. If you don't make this decision, are you okay with the person that you're with walking away? And if you saw them, I don't know, five years later, two years <laughs> later. Ten years later you saw them and they're all happy, they got their little family and all and if you can see that and be okay with that, hey, maybe you need to um maybe that's not what you need to do. Mm-hmm. But if you if you think about that and you just that doesn't sit well with you because you think you should be that person uh that they're with, then that's what you just gotta go for it. Mm-hmm. You just gotta go for it.
0: And like, so, you know, I have a lot of guy friends, and so I've had some of these conversations with him. Um, and so, like, sometimes, too, for from the guy perspective, it seems like sometimes there's concern about a bit of buyer's remorse. So, like, you know, almost like how you were saying, you know, you do your research <laughs> and all of that. So, what do you think of guys who are afraid that, like, you know, they're afraid to make that big purchase because... The,
2: the next <laughs> car that drives, you know, by might be better than this one. <laughs> you know, you know, Jen, it's, gosh, how how, how do I want to say this and, and be, uh, if if you, if you, okay, I'll say it like this. If, if you're with somebody right now and you're already having a thought of virus remorse, I would say, <laughs> I would say step back from that and ask yourself what is the source of that what is the true source of that of that feeling mm. right because that that thought is coming from there's a source right so there there might be and maybe not but there might be something uh about the individual that the person is with uh that is giving them pause but they Maybe maybe they don't want to acknowledge that for one reason or another, right? So so I, I would just say if you're having thoughts like that, investigate the source, and, and it might be nothing. It might be you might find that it's you know really the thing that you're apprehensive about is more of a negotiable, negotiable type of uh, situation, mm-hmm. right? But then you might discover that that thing that you is giving you pause is a non negotiable it's a non starter and for whatever reason you don't want to acknowledge it so that's what i would that's what i would 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 offer uh because honestly it is a it's a scary decision right mm-hmm. um but at the end of the day if if you know all right. It's it's like, if you, I mean, I don't want to equate it to buying a house or something like that, but, you know, if you know 90%, percent your are all your must haves. I mean, you see what you're looking for in this, in this individual, we all know nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but if the things that you are, that are really important to you core to who you are, if you know that they reside within that person, I mean, what else are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. What what else what else can make that better? I I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But that's the question I would pose to that person is if you if you saw a house and you got <laughs> 90, now you, you already know you're not gonna get one hundred percent of the thing. There's always there's gonna be one little thing, of yards not this or
3: something. Mm-hmm. But you
2: get ninety 95% of the things that you're looking for? You're telling me you're gonna give this up over five percent, mm-hmm. that might be less than a margin of error, Jenny. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in stat <laughs> this is statistics, right? So, so I I'm just saying, I, I think again, I think guys, we just we get in our own way and you know, we let little little things we 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 blow them out of proportion and they keep us from you know great relationships that we should probably be in but again i want to acknowledge that if you if you're having some type of buyer's remorse some type of feeling you need to investigate what that source might be and and be honest with yourself and and be willing to to walk away
0: and so how long have you both been married now 14 14 years (laughs) yep Fifteen years in
3: June.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, okay, so on, sure. You know, what it took for you to Shalone to to pop the question to know, you know, that this is the direction you want it to go into. And so fourteen years later, almost fifteen, do y'all have any advice for young couples now who are just getting started?
1: Um, and actually, you know, it's been and I guess we've actually been together for 18 years. I mean, you know, in the dating sense, because yeah, we,
3: dating, yeah.
1: yeah, we dated for that time before we got married. So it's been about almost 20 years. Wow.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, and I would say <laughs> that, you know, one of the most important things is just to, to know um, where you stand and, and who you are. I think we had mm-hmm. talked about this a lot um, by the time that we met and we were a little bit older. Um, I was 29. And or 20, maybe I was like 27, 26, 27 when we met. Yeah, so I was closer to, yeah. yeah, you were a little bit two years older. Mm-hmm. So we were closer to 30. And at the time that we met, I know for me, um, I was at the point where I was really um, thinking and preparing myself to be the kind of person I wanted to be in the future. And so for me at that time, I was really focused on um, getting my relationship right with, uh, you know, with God and being the person, the best, having the best relationship with God I could have. And so that was really important to me. And I remember mm-hmm. like right before we met, um, I had decided to take six months off <laughs> from <laughs> dating at all. And I, um, I, um <laughs> I, uh, had gotten from a, a kind of like a mentor or a friend of mine um, a book by P.B. Bunny Wilson, and it was called Night in Shining Armor. And in the book, that was the exercise was to take six months, you know, off from day and just to really focus on your relationship with God. And at this point, you know, I had met Shalom. I was in graduate school. I was going and I was just looking to really you know, prepare myself and to get closer and have a better relationship with God. And I, I took that, you know, six months from dating to really do that. And at the end of my six months, it was about maybe two weeks after I had made that, um, commitment two weeks after the six months ended, that's when I met (laughs) Shalom. (laughs) And I really feel like that was God taking that time with me to really, um, get my mind right and to be focused with him and have a relationship with him and I also at the time was just so really at peace with myself and in my life that I had already made a commitment to myself that um for me to have you know date anyone else or have a relationship with anyone else it had to be really special because I was really happy (laughs) where I was I was excited (laughs) about graduate school and um doing what I was doing and I was really um really focused on my relationship with God. And so I feel like that was one of the things that really prepared me for when I met him, even though I didn't know, and I wasn't looking and didn't know that I was going to meet him. Um, but it it was going into the relationship just made it so much better. Um, and then knowing, mm-hmm. like he said, when he asked me that question on the first date, like, tell me about your walk, like I almost like fell off my chair, because nobody, (laughs) you know, had ever asked me that, um, you know, on a date before, and just, you know, it it was, it was so much of, um, that's, that's where I wanted to be, was I wanted someone who already had their own relationship with God, and who um, already had, you know, knew where they were going with that, and so it was so refreshing to hear him say that and to ask that and to be able to discuss that, um, on the first date. Uh, and I, and I think that really, really helped us, um, throughout, throughout our relationship. And that's been a foundation from day one, basically, Uh, yeah, yeah, in our relationship, it has been based on our, you know, both of our relationships with God and just, Mm -hmm. um, and it really takes that, it takes forgiveness, it takes unselfishness, it takes sacrifice, you know,
3: mm-hmm. in, a,
1: in a relationship, in a marriage especially, because you do become one, like this Daily Bread says, it says it's, you know, marriage is when you become one with someone. And so you're, like Shalom was saying, you grow together, you are, you know, experiencing life together and you're it's supposed to take you to a greater place um, and give glory to God, you know, your relationship. And so that's what we always uh, prayed for and, and wanted. Um, and I think it just helped that we both had that prior to meeting each other. And then once we got together, being able to do that. The other thing, and I'll let you say something, I'm sure you want to say something, mm-hmm. but um, the other thing that really helped us was the, the premarital counseling that we went to.
3: Mm -hmm. um
1: prior to getting married we had the blessing of having an extensive amount of (laughs)
3: pre-marital
1: counseling um and we did it you know with our church and we were kind of it was in the cohort and so it was like over a number of months Mm -hmm. where we discussed everything with you know the group and everything Mm -hmm. and that was so beneficial um going into marriage with things that even we hadn't thought about that we needed to be thinking about or things we hadn't thought to discuss that we needed to discuss and so um Mm -hmm. that was so such a blessing to have that experience of of that extensive premarital counseling so for any couple Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is Mm -hmm. thinking about marriage or at that point i always say you know make sure that you have very good premarital counseling mm-hmm. um and and that you discuss everything prior to marriage your ideas about you know having children about what kind of work life you would like where you want to live you know
0: mm-hmm. what your
1: family how they'll be involved whether you're going to be expecting to take care of parents later or what happens if a family member you know all of that has to be discussed prior to getting married um so that you know where the other person stands uh and you can make those decisions before going into
2: something. Right because you, you shouldn't yeah. get married and then uh the next day uh oh by the way I want five kids. <laughs> you want wait, you wait you actually you actually want kids? Wait a minute. Why? Right but that's that's the yeah. Katrina's point. I mean sometimes those are the things that that uh can maybe not derail but certainly make things more more difficult and like she's saying with the premarital counseling counseling for me honestly if it, it, it you know sometimes i can be even though i'm doing a lot of talking now because it's a topic i'm very passionate about but <laughs> but you know sometimes I'm, I'm not as much of a talker right and so it, it really challenged me to Okay, you know what? We need to we need to have a conversation about this. We need to have a conversation about that. Um, and you know, y'all and you know, love and all <laughs> that. You know, and everything. And you know, sometimes you just you just may not be thinking about those things, right? And so, mm-hmm. it, it it kind of f- makes sure that you cover those important topics, and nobody's taken by by uh, you know by by surprise. Um, and you know, one thing I'll say to back up a little for someone who, you know, maybe they're maybe they're single, right, and they're thinking, uh, you know, well, what can I do? Uh, and it, what I think, hopefully, what you hear in our stories and what I always recommend is, is approach it this way. You know, don't don't necessarily go out looking to get married because you, it probably won't work out for you. Uh, your time will be better spent if you prepare yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for marriage. Because here's what you don't want to have happen. And like Katrina said, when we met, you know, I came to her and I said, well, I asked her about her walk, and she was like, well, I didn't know it at the time. Okay, so when she she jumped across the table, and said, oh my gosh, you're the one. You know, I, I didn't. She played it so cool, but now I know the the real story. But you know, she said, wow, this person is 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 right there. They're already there there's no assembly required, right? And so sometimes you don't want to be in a situation where you know you meet the person you've been looking for, but you're not ready, but they are, and they may not have time to wait for you, right? So focus on what can you do to get yourself yourself ready. Um, one other thing I'll, I'll offer up is, you know, I think one thing that's that's helped us is, look, you when you get married, you come together. You're two different people, right? Two different people, two different ways of coming up, two different opinions, uh, and, and it's and it's great, right? Because diversity of thought is 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 great, right? It works well in the workplace, um, and, and so what I what I've learned about marriage and is you know don't go into it thinking that you'll never disagree, and that disagreement is is a bad thing. Uh, I tell people you know look at marriage itself is is a crash course in conflict management right and and the degree to which you're successful uh <laughs> will determine how successful your marriage is right and so what i'll say about disagreement is you know look if if you and especially to us guys cuz i know you know we're on the basketball court or whatever it's all about you know we we're, we're out to win right and 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 that's okay but when it comes to disagreement in marriage it's not necessarily about somebody winning mm-hmm. and somebody losing. Mm-hmm. But in marriage, it's about finding the I best know. way forward. Mm-hmm. Right. Because because I may say something or I may have an idea, mm-hmm. right? And I think, man, this is the best thing since sliced bread. That's what my mom used to say. But um <laughs> and, and then Katrina may say something, mm-hmm. right? And so I, mean, I I hadn't thought of that. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're always so mm-hmm. focused on mm-hmm. somebody winning, mm-hmm. uh and someone losing, that you're never getting like the best the the best ideas, right? Mm-hmm. And and so marriage is all about the partnership. And, and and so that disagreement is just really, hey, we're getting our different ideas out on the table. But then and this is where uh kind of those what I was gonna say about um you know having a Christ centered marriage is that it brings into into play certain principles like standards that we're, we're both agreeing to, right? We're saying, okay, well, you know, we both agree to these standards. So when we do have a conflict, we have some standards to fall back on and say, okay, you know what, we're at an impasse, but what's the standard? And that standard helps to guide you back and through whatever that conflict may may be. And so that's, to, to me, that's the real beauty, right, of having a Christ-centered marriage is that, you have these standards that everyone, everyone's playing mm-hmm. and understands what those standards are about how to treat one another, uh, respecting one another, right? And so
1: <clears throat> honoring one another, honoring
2: one mm-hmm. another right? Uh, and so you just, you you fall back on those standards in the standards guide. So it's not me saying this is the right way, Katrina saying this is the right way, but Someone outside the marriage is saying, "Hey, this is the way. This is what you should do." So, okay, let's do that. So, um, so anyway, those those are the things I would I would off, offer up. And you know, don't don't panic. The person is is out there.
1: Um, and two, just um, you know, the the being able to say, "I'm sorry," <laughs> if you're wrong. Yeah. Being able to say, "I'm sorry, I nope, was wrong." I messed up. I messed up, you know. <laughs> and and then also more importantly, being able to forgive and move on. Um, and so I think that is something that is very important as well that we've learned. I mean, you know, yeah being able to accept that apology and um move on. And move on. And not hold the the let the, you know, root of bitterness grow up and then, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're like yeah. you can't move forward. So um, that that's a a big part of it is as well.
2: Yeah, and, and the last thing I'll say on, on on that is it's about it's about that whole concept of winning, winning and, and losing. And what I was gonna say and I've told some of the young guys that have asked me, you know, about marriage or whatever, and I, I'll tell them I, I said, Look, there's gonna be a moment where, you know, whatever you suggested, you know, <laughs> we, we should do, I don't know something, you know, we should, I, I can't even remember, I can't even think of an example, right? And maybe, you know, your wife is gonna say, ah, man, I don't, I don't know about that, <laughs> you know, whatever. And yeah, you may just step back and say, you yeah, know, okay, all right, that's, you know, that that's fine this time is, you know, you pick and choose your battles, right? So, okay, all right, fine. um and, and then, you know, they may come back a couple of days later and say, or something may, some situation may happen. <laughs> And they come back to you. Your wife comes back to you and says, "Hey, babe, you know that that thing that you suggested? Um, yeah, you know you were right about that because this happened, and <laughs> <Yep>. you know, <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> and and you know, I know you were talking about this thing. And, and I always tell the guys, I say, look, look, <laughs> I say, man, that's a beautiful thing. I said, so here's how you don't mess it up. I said, basically, just don't say anything." <clears throat> Just really don't even pretend that the situation happened. Just say something as simple as, oh, really? Okay, okay, well, well. do you think we should probably do that next time? And I say, yeah, yeah, we should do that next time. And then and then what you do is you walk away, you, you go you go to a bathroom that's, or go outside and cut the grass or something, and then you celebrate. You're like, yes, I knew I was right. Woo. But I said, don't celebrate in front of her and don't say, well, that like i told you that we should i said no because you you're you messing up you you, you 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 you're earning here right you, you're earning her her respect right as, as a decision maker so don't mess that up just go celebrate don't call your boy or something it's a man you know i was like t- go do that but don't don't do that in in front of her so anyway I i just wanted to put that out there because again the the winning and, and the losing aspect it just it just trips and I know as guys we we you know we love to win but when you're in a marriage it's you seek the win but in a different way you decide to change your mindset it, it's not me it's not just me winning but it's mm-hmm. us
3: winning yeah right yeah
2: you so, have
1: to win together or nobody wins
2: or no nobody wins <laughs> and, and when nobody yeah. wins yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah.
0: Nobody is happy. Yeah. <laughs> right. happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> so so just one question. So going back um, to what you were saying, you know, Shalone and and Katrina about you know preparing yourselves, and so you hear a lot about um, in you know different talks and and presentations and books about how the woman should prepare herself. Shalone, I'm curious to hear how did you prepare yourself for marriage as a guy. <laughs>
2: I think, you know, it's very similar to what, what Katrina was saying. I mean, I, I, you know, I was at a point where I, I knew, I knew what not to do. Right. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, you just, I, I'm sure guys, you know, you look back and you say, you know what, oh gosh, what, what was I thinking about? Right. You just <laughs> make mistakes and, you know, everybody does. And, and, um, and I think as guys, you, you at some point you start to look at your life and, And you say, you know, how long do I want to be out here, right? It has to be more, (laughs) more to life than, than just this, you know, running from this place to that place or, you know, whatever case may be. Uh, And, you know, for me, it was, it was, it, what what type of, what type of husband would I want, want to be, what type of man? Uh, And and again, you know, for me, it was easy because you you had a model in, in Christ, Right. Uh, and again, going back to those standards uh of, you know, how to treat people, how to present yourself, you know, all, all of that. And I just really say, you know what? I'm just gonna dedicate myself to that. I'm just gonna dedicate myself to being the best person uh that I can be in 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 Christ. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I did, and that was my focus. As a matter of fact, when I met Katrina, I I mean, I wasn't even I mean, I wasn't trying to date, I wasn't trying to I, I certainly wasn't thinking about marriage. I mean, it was a far. As a matter of fact, I was slightly, maybe, kind of like oh, I don't even know. <laughs> I won't even go down that path, right? So, <laughs> so, but, but, but I knew. I, I said, you know what? But I know that I I can be better, right? And so I, I think for for what I would say to guys out there is, look at your look at your life now. Look at where you are. Think about where you want to be. Not so much, you know, what type of job I want, money, you know, whatever. But as a as a person, as an individual, where do you want to be? What type of man do you want to be, right? If you were to leave this earth, you know, now what would you want people to say about you, right? Um, if you were to find somebody, you know, what type of husband would you want to be, you know, and and, and then start working towards that and what you'll find is as you work towards that the opportunity will, will find you and I think that goes for for guys as well as the the, the ladies right uh, mm-hmm. I, it, it, mm-hmm. and so I think it's, yeah, it's it, true wouldn't you say that mm-hmm. hey, um I yeah. mean so I think mm-hmm. it's just get get yourself ready because here's the thing when you get when you get it, it's like it's like when you start, start a new job, right? You get in there and, uh, you know, if you're in a fast-paced environment, there's just some things that, you know what, there's just not time for you, for everybody to stop. And let me show you these kind of basic things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to get you up to speed. And it's almost like in marriage, in order to make the most of it, now sure, you people have done it, right? Uh, but if if you're in a position where you can take care of a lot of that growth work now. Mm-hmm. Oh my! I mean, I, I just think you just you just it, it, things will. It, there, there are things that you you know that's growth that won't have to take place. Like you come prepared, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. come ready for the job. You show up to the interview with your suit on. And, and plus, I, I think another way to think about it is if you're focused on yourself and getting yourself ready, mm-hmm. then guess what you're not focused on and obsessed and worried about? Am I going to find the right person? Am I going, is this going to happen? Or what am I going to, no, cause you know what? Your yeah. attitude, you'll see, you'll just start a thing. You know what, w- whatever happens, mm-hmm. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm I, again, I can't speak for everybody's case, but you know if i mm-hmm. wasn't the person mhm if i wasn't that person that i was when i met katrina i, I mean i don't i don't know mhm i don't know yeah if who it,
3: knows what would have happened
2: if either of us
1: weren't yeah. yeah in that right place yeah
2: mhm yeah. And
1: then when you when you go, get on further down the line and children enter the picture. Oh, yeah, we
2: didn't talk about um, that. We good. have two kids <laughs> that, uh, you know, it,
1: you really, it does yeah. help um, in, in raising children to have a marriage, you know, thats that you're on the same page. Because <laughs> yeah. children will quickly realize if you're not and um, then that can, you know, cause further problems. But it definitely helps to um, have that foundation Prior to um, children because that's a whole nother than stage of growth together
3: mm-hmm.
1: um in the marriage a different a different uh, stage in the marriage and it is a different mm-hmm. challenge in the marriage so um, yeah it's it just helps to to have those foundations prior to that,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> Jim, that that's probably another episode
0: so you know they say hindsight <laughs> is twenty twenty and so <laughs> <laughs> is there something now 14 almost 15 years later you know 18 years of knowing each other is there something that you know now that you wish you had known earlier about marriage
3: for
1: me I guess just that the years would go by so fast um you know I'm looking back when we yeah. I can't believe just now talking about it like it's been 18 years that we've known each other um and it's just gone by so quickly and, yes. you know, and just um, that, I guess a lot, I hear a lot of people say, and I heard, you know, before marriage is hard and it's a lot of work and the first, you know, but um, it hasn't felt like that for, for me and, and Shalom. I mean, it's definitely been a challenge. I think um, that we've had to you know, work through different things and, and, and kind of grow in certain areas, even individually and, mm-hmm. you know, grow as a couple, but, um, it hasn't been hard and it hasn't been, um, you know, like what you kind of hear sometimes out in the, out there about it
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, just
1: like, so, so hard. And, you know, it, it hasn't, it hasn't been that, that way And the years have just kind of just, blown by I feel like well
2: because I think because we you know the thing that has has never really changed it's almost like I mean I, I mean I don't want to sound too like people just start checking out it was like oh this guy is so cliche but <laughs> you know I, I mean I, in, a, in a way I mean I think about when we met and just how we connected and that conversation mm-hmm. and and then you know we just kind of built on that foundation, which turned into, you know, really a true friendship, mm-hmm, right? And, and mm-hmm. I just think about how mm-hmm. you know, how we, how all the laughing and joking mm-hmm. and stuff that we did early on we were mm-hmm. dating mm-hmm. and we pretty much, you know, even when the times, you know, times are challenging like, I feel like that's probably one of the reasons, mm-hmm. because we can always fall back on that mm-hmm. like, you know, I can always you know, look at Katrina and you know, we joke about
3: something mm-hmm. or,
2: you know, she'll say something and I start like, you, you know, so mm-hmm. I think that that building that and I know people hear mm-hmm. that a lot about you know, y- your person marriage should be your friend mm-hmm. something. and, and I think true. there's a, a lot to that because mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, kind of, again, going back to you know, what you start with is what you yeah. end up with, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, we we kind of started with that mm-hmm. friendship and being able to, yeah, just talk, but just mm-hmm. yeah, just have fun, enjoy, it, just mm-hmm. joke, and so that's why sometimes you can look at some things happening in life, you just, <laughs> we just, <laughs> just laugh, laugh <laughs> just laugh at it, right? Oh, so, yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, never underestimate the power of of of, of laughter. Mm-hmm. I, I would say. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: true. Yeah. Power of laughter and friendship. I think yeah. that that is there um, when all else is, um, you know, challenging is if you have a friend and, you know,
3: mm-hmm.
1: are able to really talk with the person and, and, and have conversations. I mean, now, we, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's so important to be able to just sit and talk and have a commonality and just be able to express yourself fully with that person is that person knows you better than anybody else mm-hmm. <laughs> so even without yeah. you having to say anything they know like okay what you know who he's thinking or what she's thinking you know we, we just kind of know that so I think you know, oh yeah
2: because sometimes that's kind of scary mm-hmm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I already know you so, yeah, like, so yeah. when you're thinking about something okay. I'm like, yep. oh yeah I was uh because
3: yeah, the other
1: day you called me for something. And yeah, you were like, I was just thinking, was that, just thinking when we were
3: about
2: that. Yeah, yeah, and that happened. So I think that too. Just um, yeah. n- just knowing that going into it. Yeah, yeah, Jen. Yeah. I mean, if, if if look, if you were somebody and you can't laugh with that person, yeah. I'm just saying <laughs> it's you want to re- go down there, old, but Gosh. I mean, <laughs> come on, re- if you can if you can't have re- like a hearty. I mean, like your 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 stomach hurting Mm -hmm. type of laugh. You crying because you're laughing so hard. I I I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I don't don't know. I I I wouldn't I wouldn't I I wouldn't go down that road. (laughs) I'm just I'm I'm just I'm I'm just saying what is what is it about that person that's keeping you from expressing all of who you are? Yeah. And and Mm -hmm. if you can't express all of who you are Mm -hmm. with whoever you're with. Am I saying call them up or this COVID? So text them (laughs) and say, you know, know, we're we're done. But again, evaluate. You got to evaluate and be honest with the information that you find and then take the action necessary for you to have the best life possible. And sometimes that may mean you know what? I'm. I can't remember it was a song. I'm. Walk I'm. Away. I'm better off without them or, or something. I can't remember. Well, this, you know what? You you, you. you. It doesn't seem like it at the time because you're like, man, I don't know if I'm be able to go on without this person. But yes, you will. <laughs> you. You. You will, and you will be happier. And because then you clear out space for the person mm-hmm. that you really need to meet. Because mm-hmm. see some people. I know we got we gotta end, but but some people some people you you so you're so uh deep in a situation, you're so buried under that situation
3: mm-hmm. that
2: the person that's that's really for you, they can't even find you mm-hmm. because you're buried. You're you're deep in something that you 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 already know you shouldn't be in, but but you don't know what else to do. And you might be too afraid to walk away from it. But I can tell you from, you know, you, you walk walk away if if the if if the sign at the end of the road says cliff <laughs> drop off, <laughs> then you are not going to a danger, right? You are not going to continue to drive your 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 car, right? You're going to stop, mm-hmm. and you going to do a U uh, take a U turn and head in the opposite direction um so you've got to be willing to do that come up from out of that muck and mire that you're buried in get yourself cleaned up so that that person who's mm-hmm. been walking back and forth trying to find you mm-hmm. they will actually see you oh there you are right so anyway
1: yeah and i think I, that's that's a good point because when you think about god's peace in the relationship um a lot of times all that turbulence and breaking up getting back together oh yeah just chaos and sometimes yeah. you're with the person sometimes, sometimes you're not, you're, not. And yeah. you're breaking up get yeah that that can be a sign too um that it's something that you you may want to think about cuz um i think one of the things that, that that stood out to me in our relationship is just the peace
0: it was just yeah. the peace
3: yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah so, and, and,
3: and, you said, yeah.
0: yeah. 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 So question yeah. for you all, and I mean, this seems like there could be so many episodes from this, but but <laughs> <laughs> so just in terms of so, you know, turning you said you used to go to grandmommy for a lot of conversations and then you know, even earlier mm-hmm. in your marriage and you know, up until you had your first child, um, and now that she's gone, are there people that you all go to? Do you all have couple friends that you go to for mm-hmm. wisdom or do you each kind of individually like Shalom, do you have a male friend and, you know, Katrina, do you have a female friend that you go to or like, how do y'all navigate that? And how do you seek wisdom, you know, outside of just your, your foundation in, in Christ?
1: Um, one of the things I know for me, um, and, and I, you know, like you said, I had the blessing I haven't, uh, both of my grandmothers um, here for me to get, <laughs> gain mm-hmm. wisdom from because when grandmommy died, then, you know, and then I also still had grandmommy, uh, my other grandmommy, that I, you know, also got wisdom from. And so now that they are both uh, gone, uh, I do have friends and we have friends together, like a couple friends,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but um, mm-hmm. I do have a friend that I, Um, who's, who's also married and we, we usually meet like once a week over the phone and we pray together and we, um, give each other like wisdom and encouragement. I get that from her and she, you know, gets that from me and we kind of, um, pray together. We always end with prayer. And so we do that once a week and that's somebody, um, that I get wisdom to. And we also, you know, watch Mm -hmm. different, um, we we you know different marriage <laughs> seminars. We we've been doing that, and uh, yeah, I also absolutely. read a lot uh, of books and things about marriage and and just getting you know Elizabeth George and some of the other mm-hmm. authors um, that I read to get wisdom on on marriage to try and
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know get that and just kind of reaching back and thinking about um, the things that that I did learn from. From grandmommy and and my other grandmother, and just you know, just um, clinging on to that, you know.
2: Yeah, because uh, you know now I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like if you if you start if you start a new a new job, mm-hmm. you know you don't get into the job and all right, I'm just going to do this job and that professional not development. T- exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I was going. Like you, you know, you've got some aspect of professional development. You're going to mm-hmm. and, and you know marriage is, kind of the same way. So I hope people caught that. Like we still, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we still look at, you know, seminars and, you know, things we might say, hey, this might be, this might be helpful, mm-hmm. right? So in some ways, you, you kind of approach it the same way you would your, your career development, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're always kind of looking for, you know, what are things that can help me take things to the next level, right? So you should never be satisfied with Okay, we're, we're on this level. We're, no, you, you can, okay, what's the next level? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and to answer your question, jen uh, you know, similar to Katrina, yes, I mean, I have, I have a couple of guy mm-hmm. friends and, you know, we, we talk shop and, uh, and, and, and for guys, you know, that, that's very important, uh, because, you know, sometimes guys, you know, we, I'm, I'm a man, I'm, keep this to myself you know all all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff you know come on man that's that's we're human and uh we we need to we need to talk we need to get things out uh and um and and so let me just say this about who you talk to right Mm. if you
3: know yeah
2: well let let me let me let me put this example out there so if, if you're trying to if you're trying to become what did a uh, pastor say? If you're trying to become a millionaire, right, you, you don't go talk to broke Joe, right? Say, broke Joe, give me some advice on how to become a millionaire. I mean, he's yeah. not going to know, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing mm-hmm. in, in, in marriage, right? So if if <clears throat> if if you, and again, this comes back to, you know, some of the relationships you, you might have at the time you, you get mm-hmm. married, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying go and drop people immediately, but you, you just got to realize that okay you're married you're in a different situation but if your 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 boy is you know he's in a different area of life space and life where you know maybe he's still out you know the hanging out whatever case may be he's not going to be able to give you the best advice in that department <laughs> mm-hmm. okay it mm-hmm. is where I'm going with that so
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know just mm-hmm. be strategic like you would again in your career or whatever in terms of you know, who are, who are you putting in that circle of, of advisors, mm-hmm. right, as it counts. relates to yeah. to, to marriage, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, it, looking at their lives and their mm-hmm. marriages, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if it's, you know, is that mm-hmm. what you're looking for, mm-hmm. right? Uh If it is, okay, yeah, Uh great. Or are you kind of mm-hmm. on the same page and trying to grow together, right? Mm-hmm. But if, if <clears throat> they're going in the opposite direction, you feel like they may be Dragging you down, you know, and keeping you out late because <laughs> your wife, you know, because that person, they don't have, they don't have a wife to come home to, but you got your wife's, uh, you, just, 3 o'clock, you know, we got these kids, right? So, you, you know, you just have to, you just have to be mindful
3: mm-hmm.
2: about who you have in that, in that circle. And like I said, again, through your career, you'd be mm-hmm. thinking the same thing right? You, 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 you be strategic about who is in that circle of, of influence or what we call board of directors, mm-hmm. uh, right? So it's the same, same in, 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 marriage. And personally, I don't think there should be a ton of them, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think mm-hmm. if, you know, like Katrina, she has one, you know, awesome friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've got about two, two or three mm-hmm. guys that we, we talk shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I mean, I don't think you need like, it's not like Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. I've I got 300, 300 <laughs> friends. No, come on. That, that's not, that's not, that's not realistic.
0: And how did you, how did you both cultivate that? Like, how do you identify those people to be a part of your board of directors?
2: Like, were these
0: friends that you had before that, you know, you all just kind of transitioned into that space of life um, together mm-hmm. or parent groups or how how did you cultivate that board?
1: I know a lot of my friends, the the closest ones um, have come through church and this particular friend um, came through church and and me, I met her at church and uh, we both had children around the same time and we would talk just, she had kids before I did, but I would, you know, kind of call her for advice (laughs) when I had my children. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it started out in that way, like um, us just talking as friends and then, um you know she had kind of observed how uh you know something about me and my how I was working with my kids and I had observed how she was working with her kid and we kind of talked about like well hey you know be so good if we kind of got together and we learned from each other and we kind of supported each other through this journey and um you know just kind of prayed together and so she actually initiated that and um it just turned in. We It's been, oh, my gosh, I want to say it's been maybe 10 years or so. It yeah. seems like yeah. maybe about 10 years that we yeah. have had this um, relationship where we come together, you know, and we try to pray once a week. When we can't do that, we tend to text each other, you know, our, our prayer list. And so we're praying for each other. You know, husbands, we pray for children, we pray for work, you know, whatever is going on. We're praying for each other um, and we're encouraging each other And that, you know, godly counsel from her in situations that I have um, reminds me of like, OK, this is what I need. You know, maybe I'm not thinking that way. But then when, we're, when I'm talking to her and we're able to, you know, talk and fellowship like that it reminds me of, you know, OK, yeah, this is the way. Mm -hmm. Um, I should be thinking about the situation and, you know, and it just lifts me up to have somebody to pray, you know, like we take turns, like I pray for her and then she prays for me and we tell each other before we pray, like, this is what we, you know, would like you to pray for. And so we do Mm -hmm. that. And that has been just the biggest blessing um, over, you know, the past couple of years is to have that. And so it really just, you know, started out as a regular Mm -hmm. friendship, but it was something that I saw in her that I knew that she would be able to give me wise counsel just by, you know, looking at her life and the way that she lived and her, you know, Mm -hmm. wisdom that I could see just in that friendship. And so that helped me to kind of be able to trust her to, um, have the type of relationship that we have. And so, um, yeah. And like, like Shalom was saying, it's not like a lot of people
3: mm-hmm. that
1: you have. And, and, you know, sometimes it's just maybe one or two people that God has put there that really um, he has to support you. But that's OK if that person is providing you the wisdom and the counsel mm-hmm. <laughs> that's helpful. Because you don't need a whole lot of, you know, talk,
3: mm-hmm. but
1: just one or two people um, yeah. that you observe you know, that they're living and their life is, is the way that you would, you know, like to, you know, see, you see what they're living, they're living in their truth. And so therefore, you know, it makes it easier for you to have that kind of um, relationship with them.
2: Yeah. I I mean, I will say the same thing uh, Katrina did. My best friend is somebody we met in, in college. And, uh, Mm -hmm. and then we just, over time, I mean, we, we just get kind of, Grew together. I mean, he got married before I did, uh, and, um, and then I followed suit maybe a year or two later. Uh, and um, you know, one thing I, I, I'll say about your know, friends, just in general, I mean, is as you, you you know, whatever you put out there, right, is what you're going to attract to yourself, and, and that all that goes with friends. That goes with with, with dating right mm-hmm. so going back to what we talked about earlier you know that's why it's so important for you to focus on you know what type of person do you really like? be the person that you that you that you want essentially right and mm-hmm. if you're focused on doing that then what you'll find is you're going to attract mm-hmm. people like that that's what I found found to be true um, um in 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 in, in relationships so so it's almost like if if you if you want if you want the, the the good counsel and wise counsel then you need to develop yourself in a way to where you're able to be that for someone else just like i forgot who said it but be be the change you want right so you know the be the change you want to see and and i and i think that's something that i wouldn't want people to to over, overlook and take some time and think about who's in your circle now mm-hmm. right why are those people there um what value do they add mm-hmm. are they are, do they help do you build each other up mm-hmm. or are you bringing each other down you know what's going on so again a lot of just if you want to be successful in this In this space, you've got to you've got to do you've got to be honest in your assessment and act accordingly. Mm -hmm. Right. If you if you truly want to move in a specific uh, direction. Mm
1: -hmm. and one thing too i would add too is that it's just constant growth it's about constant growth like neither Mm -hmm. neither one of us are perfect and you know we're just like not not, yeah (laughs) like we're not like oh we're just doing you know it is constantly (laughs) uh, yeah it's a learning process it's a growing process and we're you know just speaking on what we have kind of learned over the years is we have grown together um but it is definitely not an easy and perfect (laughs) process at all and it takes and it you know it just takes so much um prayer and it takes um you know recognition of an internal introspection of where do I need to change what is you know what are things that I need to work on and we've all both seen that over the years of things that we could see were like hindering us in our growth and moving forward that we had to really address and, you know, pray about and think about and, and work to change and are still doing that. I mean, it's an mm-hmm. ongoing yeah. process. So it's never, you know, it's not something that happens instantly. And then of course, nothing is, you know, I always like to preface that nothing is ever perfect and like nobody's perfect and nobody's marriage is perfect. Um, and it is a constant um, growth process and it takes like Shalom was saying like pers- professional
3: development <laughs> mm-hmm. it takes
1: that constant um reevaluation examination and just um willingness to admit areas in which you need to grow and you need to work on and we're we're still doing that and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll continue to be doing that sure. you know and just um praying and asking God to help us to do that is is really um you know what we have to do yeah,
0: That's great. I agree I agree so I would just say, so in closing, um, just kind of taking a step back, you know, not just from marriage, but just in general, Katrina, um, how has grandmommy's influence kind of shaped your life in purpose?
1: Well, I think her influence has just, um, just shaped my entire life. I think it was in part her prayers uh, for me. And um, before even I probably was born, And just her prayers after and her, um, you know, example and just her wisdom. I mean, so much of that has been a, you know, been instrumental in my life. And, you know, I still have, you know, her Bible and, and all of that. And I just, I just think that, you know, all of the things that she had to offer, Um, the things that she did with her life with the debutantes that that innovation and just that 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 wise you know person that she was and just her influence and her example I think all of that growing up and witnessing that um helped to shape me helped to shape the the possibilities of what I could be and what I could do um and um I just, you know, and like I said, I just think her, I know she prayed for us and I know, um, you know, those prayers are what carry us forward.
3: Mm -hmm. And
1: um, her relationship with God is what also makes us blessed in our life as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was, you know, those are all ways that that she has influenced um, my life. And I'm just so grateful that I had that, you know, time with her and opportunity to, to talk with her and listen to her and get her wisdom, um, you know, particularly in the, in the, like the last, you know, couple of years of, of her life, um, I, you know, it was, it was such a blessing to have that time because, you know, she wasn't as, as busy and as involved and she um, had time to, to reflect and kind of look at life from its entirety at that point.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
1: think that's part of the wisdom that and that's why I always like talking to to people who are um toward, you know, the the latter part of their lives because they can look back and look at all of those lessons from over the years and see, you know, from the beginning to the end mm-hmm. and have that wisdom to to say you know, I did this and I wish I hadn't, or I could, you know, this is what this led to and don't do this. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, having those years with her, um, you know, and I think back to our conversations when she moved to Atlanta and was here living and, um, the, and I didn't know, but that was the end of her life, you know, toward, toward the end of very end of her life and just being able to have that, um, knowledge and, um, you know, wisdom and opportunity to reflect with her on her life and, and all of the, you know, choices she made and she would reflect on things that she did or things that happened. And it was, you know, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for that, for that time with her. And and she was just amazing and um, just influenced so many lives. And uh, I'm, I'm so glad that, that she was able to
0: influence mine. And on that note, we'll leave it there. Shalone and Katrina Rucker, thank you so much. That's it, y'all. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow us at Telling Her Story Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to join us each month for a new episode of the Telling Her Story Podcast. Thank you for coming along for the ride. Until next time, be blessed, be a blessing, and in the words of Mrs. Rosa T. Beard, live lovely for excellence.